Hello, we Designer Duo's podcast, a podcast from the perspective of two designers, Kaya and Rach. Kaya is a junior designer at the beginning of her journey within the industry, and Rach is a senior designer and art director with nearly a decade of experience and now running her own business. Stick with us as we document our highs and lows of designer life and the learnings we capture along the way. Oh, hey. Oh, hey. <laughs> so today, guys, we are going to talk about designers who use the C word. And the C word we are referring to... Is Canva. <laughs> We're not swearing at you, don't worry. <laughs> it could have been... Well, actually, I feel like they're all explicit... Con- it's all explicit content because we do tend to swear without thinking about it. But maybe not that aggressively. No. <laughs> Not in the workplace environment. I don't actually really like that C word. No, it's not a very nice one. No, no need. Is there another C word? Well, our C word is Canva today. (laughs) (laughs) So why are we talking about Canva? So I think it's been on my mind for a while, actually. I've got like an issue, or not an issue, but I've had quite a lot of discussions with different people about this, about how if you use Canva, you're deemed as maybe a not a, as professional as you should be, or as credible as you should be as a designer. And I kind of want to kind of trump some of those truth or some of those assumptions. So I do think Canva's a bit of a taboo subject, because personally, for me, I would say that it's not exactly a designer software no. that you would primarily use as a designer unless you're making templates and things like that. But I do think it's a very helpful tool. So I completely agree with this. So as a professional designer, yes, we shouldn't be solely reliant on Canva. And like I suppose nine times out of ten, the program or the suite that we would use is Adobe. But I think Canva holds its place really well to certain aspects that make your life easier so those could be or for instance the two biggies for me um number one like the cutout tool so like the way it removes backgrounds in canva it is the most amazing amazing thing it really is and like it is i'm not exaggerating but it's one click and it does it really really well nine times out of ten like hair included and even if it doesn't do it that well there's like a little eraser tool at the side and normally it's picked up at least 95 percent of what is on that page it might just be you've got to sharpen the edges yeah which to be honest you could do in illustrator you could do in photoshop Mm. but in terms of how easy it is just to click and go remove background and it does it within like five seconds yeah And I think what makes it even more attractive is that, well, I'm sure a lot of us have this issue, but even if you've got a relatively decent Mac with a relatively decent amount of memory, for me, I have relentless amounts of pop-ups from Adobe saying that my scratch disks are full so it can't open Photoshop. (laughs) Like, literally the most frustrating thing ever. So, if that happens, I literally can't open the programme. Yeah. And as much as... I don't even think that Adobe is as good as Canva with the cutout tool. Like, if you were doing it in one click, I suppose you'd use the magic wand and there are, like, different ways you can cut things out in Photoshop. But um, 
Canva is so much quicker. I can literally export or um, upload my photo, cut it out, download it as a transparent PNG and send it even before I've even opened Photoshop. And the majority of the time, the quality in Canva, in terms of exporting the photo, stays yeah. really, really good. Well, if you're doing a transparent PNG, which is a digital file anyway, so it's not like it's not like it's like a big print file because yeah. PNG is digital. So if you're setting your canvas to the required sizes, it's just web quality, which is probably what you're looking for in Photoshop anyway. Yep. So that is my number one why I love Canva tool. And number two? So number two is just a more of a generalised one for workflow for social content. So as designers, we don't necessarily need all the templates and like different designs that Canva offers and stuff like that. Like the creative handholding, we don't really need. But um, in terms of how it's laid out, and again to combat any memory issues with Adobe and Photoshop or Illustrator or whatever, um, it is really super quick, especially if you're creating social posts that are just text-based elements. And then if you want to add subtle bits of animation, I'm not saying that Canva can handle like big motion graphics or anything like that, but to add those little bits of um, animation is so easy to just do all in one place on a web platform. Yeah, and I also think like, <coughs> Sorry, not for designers necessarily, but for small businesses and and say like I don't know you're a designer with a small business. Yeah, it's so handy just to be able to quickly, even if you wanted to use a template, because mm. it's not against the bloody law to use a template. Some designers act as though you're literally committing an illegal offence yeah. by using Canva. Yeah, exactly. So I think let's dive into a little bit more like why people think this and I do get it so I do understand that someone could literally just sign up or you sign up but you don't even have to pay initially for Canva, no. right? it's free yeah. so um, anyone could sign up to Canva and claim that they're a designer because they can design or literally change a bit of text in a template for Canva so I'm not necessarily justifying that or saying that's okay like there are definitely certain levels of designers out there and some more professional than others but I'm saying for those of us and probably the ones that are listening the more professional designers there is room for it to be used in your workflow yeah and I don't necessarily think like you have to use it all the time but for example we have some clients that are like can you make this template and and we've made this template on Illustrator and every time they need this template, they come to us and say, here's two photos, can you input them into Illustrator? Which is great for us because, yeah, we're earning money out of it. But, in all fairness, if they had Canva, they could do that themselves. Or yeah. we could have created the template for them mm. in which they do it. Yeah, exactly. And we kind of have done that a little bit of clients with PowerPoints as well. Yeah. And I think if they're like... Techno, like savvy enough technology wise it works really well so yeah I think it's great for like communication between you and your client yeah because I think like especially when people start asking for templates and we've got some clients which are really really enthusiastic about templates aren't they yeah. they're like templates 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 which is great because it's easy for us and it's also easy for them 
but it would be easier for them on Canva. Yeah, 100%. I also think as a business perspective, you might think, why would I give my client a template when I can create them and make money? And like, there is a certain amount of truth to that, but also I think it's like templates only work for so long. So you can only use a template a certain amount of times. And okay, even if you had 30 designs in there, it's going to become repetitive at some yeah, point. Yeah, exactly. So, like, of course, everyone would benefit from having bespoke socials made for each and every single post. Yeah. But budget or time might not necessarily always allow for that. So I think it's a good way to kind of tier your offering as a designer and a design business. And also it gives you, as a designer, a chance to grow because mm. you're not getting them template jobs. Yeah. They're doing it themselves. And don't get me wrong, they might not be doing it themselves for forever. They might come back to you and be like, okay, we need another template template designed but in that period of time which you're not doing work for them you are most likely doing work for something else or you're working on yourself you're evolving in a different way yeah exactly and I just think with Canva it's so important to actually recognize that it is a good tool no you're not a professional designer if you solely rely on Canva because I think give me a break (laughs) Well, at least, not if you solely rely. I think if you're able to use other platforms and you're able to do other things and you still use Canva, fab. I do think there are some things you obviously cannot do in Canva or, like, a lot of things you cannot do in Canva. Yeah, of course. Mm. Do you know what I always find Canva really good for is social posts, definitely. Yeah. I always think of Canva as social posts. Like, people... I've, I've seen countless amounts of logos from Canva. Yeah. And they're all basically from a template, like, oh, here's a cam like he I was guilty of that. I done my mum's logo like three years ago with a Canva template. And all of a sudden I started to notice everybody has this logo. Yeah. And that's the thing, like three years ago I had no idea about logos and no idea about the c word really (laughs) in the design industry at least yeah that is the problem right because it's making design so accessible to literally everybody yeah it becomes something that isn't really a craft or an art anymore so like i mean we've spoke about logos and branding before and how important it is and the different process that you would go through so that's what a professional designer would offer as opposed to someone who had just signed onto canva and changed the copy in a logo that meant nothing for a and company. I feel like you can spot Canva users from a mile away really like in term, especially in terms of people who are not professionals using Canva even if they're using a template yeah it's obvious mm. like you look and it hurts your eyes most of the time <laughs> because they've moved something that's out of place and I'm like oh no I just, yeah I just think if you're a bad designer it doesn't matter what program you use whether it's Canva or whatever it's always going to look awful. Yeah. And there's a certain level of creative you can't teach, right? Like, not everybody has it in them. So, personally, as designers, I think it's really easy for us to spot that. Um, not necessarily for everybody else. But I'm all for, like, if someone can't afford a designer and they want to sign on to Canva and use a template, to me, in my eyes, that's better. Even if they're not a designer than them using Word or trying to figure it out another way. Yeah, and that's the thing, like... It's all about businesses trying to better themselves. Like, I completely understand this. But also, like, another thing is my mum actually does aesthetics, which I probably haven't spoke about before. 
but there's this thing called an aesthetics forum on Facebook. Yeah. And I'm not joking, I see countless amounts of people on there going, um, who can I use for graphics? Um, I can't do it, like I'm so overwhelmed with this, I can't seem to get it right. Um, and people go, oh look, my person sold these Canva templates to me. Mm. Here you go, you can, like, here's the link, you can buy them. And I sit there and I think, but how many people are using them in the aesthetics industry if it's just been posted over a forum of yeah. X amount of people? Yeah, definitely. Because they themselves aren't really, like, my mum is a nurse, she's not a creative in any way, she couldn't tell you the colour pink, probably, but oh, I do most of her socials now. All these people on there, they just use Canva all the time. Yeah, that is another downfall to it, right? So for the designers that aren't quite designers that use the templates, I feel like you literally see them everywhere. Yeah, and also, do you know what? I'm not saying that Canva's, like, Canva's very useful, but for designers and for affordable designers, so designers which are a bit lower in the market and maybe are just starting out wanting to get their portfolio going but are still charging more than Canva, people automatically go to Canva and don't go to these people that most likely have better ideas than Canva that are going to be more personalised to them because they go, oh, it's it's Canva. It's so much easier. So I think this is where kind of the stigma was born, that it's like denying creatives... The chance or like designers the yeah. chance to do their work um, which is true but if people don't have the budget they don't have the budget and it's probably not the people you want to aim for as a business anyway. And that's what I always think because I always think if they're paying for Canva like Canva isn't that much I think it's like £10 a month isn't it? Yeah. You're not going to get anybody to do your socials and if you are doing socials for £10 a month please stop but you're not really going to get anybody doing your socials for £10 a month. I know like it is it's just not competitive like it's just not realistic and if Canva wasn't there something else would be there there's always been like some type of social template or some type of social thing which you can use graphics in graphics have been around a long time even if it's just like inputting little emojis on your thing yeah definitely it's like the equivalent for Wix as like a website builder for developers yeah Mm. and like I don't see well I can imagine they it's a very big thing in their industry but for us like we're like oh I think it gets to a point where you just kind of have to embrace it yeah and And then people as well aren't what you want to be aiming for a startup company which may not have the funds to have a website built but they can build like a I don't know how much it however much it is say it's £50 website you don't want them people yeah like, why do you want to be working for people which are like, oh, I've got £50 to spend today? Like, you've then got to navigate what you can do, what you can't do. Exactly. Aim higher. So, the C word, in our mind, is actually a pretty good thing. Yeah. I actually wrote um, a Medium article about this, um, pretty much just summing up our conversation. So... If you are interested, um, I'll post the link on our show notes and go and take a look. And you should definitely take a look because it's amazing. <laughs> and it's only short. Like, these, like, we're, we're not sponsored or anything. But Medium is actually a really good um, 
like app to write articles on and you'll find so many different people writing so many different articles yeah even if you're not within the creative industry there's so many different debates and things going on which are really really helpful and actually it's really good to get an insight into other people's minds yeah definitely it's good but um yeah let us know your thoughts yeah bye bye I think we've hit our time for today but watch out for our next episode to hear all things design and if you haven't already hit subscribe and we would love for you to leave us a five star review you can find us on all podcast platforms including apple and spotify and make sure to follow us over on instagram at signaduo.studio speak soon bye